this was another episode of Whiskey Talk with Mario. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I have a lot to talk about. I know I've been neglecting my all three of my supporters. <laughs> so I decided, hey, it's time. A new episode is due. So let's get to it. So what do we want to talk about today? Hold on. Let me take a sip of this whiskey. One thing that's been heavy on my mind lately is the vaccine. Oh, the vaccine, the mRNA vaccine, right? Everyone is talking about it. You're either for it, you're against it, or like me, you don't know what the hell to think about it. You're you're a skeptic, right? But God forbid you voice your opinion because the mob will jump on you, right? Either the mob that's for or the mob that's against so you can't be in the middle. Can I? Can we just be honest and say we don't know what the fuck is going on, right? At least I don't. You can't blame me for that. I'm an average person with average intelligence, maybe below that. You expect me to understand what the hell the vaccine is? All I know is that this shit was rushed. This shit just came out of nowhere. COVID hit. Everyone was panicking. And next thing you know, boom, there's a vaccine, boom, there's another vaccine, and boom, there's another vaccine, and boom, this vaccine gets recalled because boom, people are getting fucked up. And I'm supposed to just trust this shit, right? So they've explained the science. The science is out there. You can read it. You can Google it. Depends how much you really trust Google. I, for one, really don't. I know we depend on on art on it a lot, but I don't uh, trust Google. I really don't. I don't trust much of anything that's mainstream these days because everything is propaganda. And the fact that Google is a giant corporation, yeah, I'm a skeptic. I'm sorry. Can you blame me? So... All right, let's talk about it. Um, there's this guy. His name is Dr. Robert Malone. All right, I'm going to be the first to admit I'm not well versed on anything about the mRNA technology. Uh, Dr. Robert Malone is. Now, he's being presented as the creator of the mRNA technology, which was used to create the uh, vaccines for covid I am not able to confirm that. Uh, all I found so far is that he was a contributor, that he contributed to the invention of the mRNA, mRNA technology that was then used to create these COVID vaccines. Well, anyways, the reason I'm bringing up Dr. Rob, did I say Robert Malone or is it Patrick Malone? I'm having a brain fart now. Stand by, Dr. Robert Malone. Yes, Robert Malone. All right. He's been on everywhere from Joe Rogan to um, Jimmy Dore. That's where I first heard of Dr. Robert Malone is Jimmy Dore. For those of you guys who don't know, Jimmy Dore is a comedian. He's also a lefty. He's a left-wing um, commentator, political commentator. However, 
he is not one of these left-wing nuts who will not have a conversation with someone of the right. He likes to sit down and have conversations and be open-minded and question things. And, you know, he, he is not the type of person that is um, like a Nazi about everything that's left, you know? So I like listening to Jimmy Dore, even if he's a left-wing um, commentator. So anyways, Jimmy Dore, he had Dr. Robert Malone. And Dr. Robert Malone was explaining how the way this vaccine is being used is not the way the technology was intended to be used. Um, I'll let you guys go on YouTube and search it up. Do it before it gets taken down. Because yes, as it turns out, Dr. Robert Malone has been shut down from different mainstream, uh, uh, what is it, social media apps. Right, Twitter, I don't know. I don't know if he was on Instagram or whatever. Point is, he's been taken out, taken off, not taken out. That means something else. But he's been shut down, right? They've canceled him on social media. All these giant corporations, they just want to spread what they believe to be right. And this is the big issue that's going on right now. This is what we are fighting. Whether you're on the left or the right, you should not be canceling people. You should allow people's opinions to be out there. That's what freedom is about. Hold on, let me let me sip this sip this whiskey. So yeah, go ahead, Google him. Actually, don't Google him. As a matter of fact, fuck Google. Even though I use them a lot, <laughs> only when it's necessary. But there's another one, another search engine, Duck Duck Go. Search up Dr. Robert Malone on DuckDuckGo. There's going to be more articles on him, not just the one-sided articles that are against him. Uh, Even Wikipedia is being so biased against him. It's crazy, man. Like, all these corporations are just in bed with each other. But anyways, this man is out there preaching that this vaccine is not being used properly. They are using too much. They are injecting too much into the body. And... That's not the way that mRNA technology was meant to be used. Um, I cannot explain it as well as he can. So, yeah, I suggest you go check him out. Now, how do I feel about this vaccine? As I said, I'm very skeptical because of how quick it was pushed out. Two, it took a while for the FDA to approve it, and people were already getting it. In fact, I was forced to get it. If I wanted to keep my job, which is wrong. Because you the point of the vaccine is that you're still you can still get COVID. It just mitigates the symptoms. So in reality, you're not helping anybody else but yourself, quote unquote. That's if it even works. Right? I've met a few too many people already that were fully vaccinated and still got COVID and still ended up in the hospital. Yes. So, I don't know. I'm a skeptic. I would have to look at the numbers. I'm going to be a first to admit I haven't really looked at the numbers, the statistics, but I'm very skeptical. I'm open to conversation, but I'm skeptical. Uh, the other thing I don't trust about these vaccines is that they're opened 
corporations, right? They're open to the public, meaning people can invest into them, not look into who's investing into these companies, pharmaceuticals, right? You have certain politicians, you have Republicans and Democrats that are investing in stocks for these uh, companies. Donald Trump himself has investments in these companies. Lo and behold, he's out there now promoting the vaccines. Again, everything is business. That's why I don't trust anybody. A lot of people were pro-Trump. I never was pro-Trump. I did agree with a lot of stuff that he talked about. But I am not one to fall in line with any particular party or politician. I'm always skeptical of them. I was always skeptical of Trump. I'm skeptical of Biden. Matter of fact, I think I like Biden less than I like Trump. At least Trump was a goofball and a, and a, I like the fact that he made people mad. See, one thing about me is I hate the sensitive behavior of a lot of people around me. And the fact that Trump had them crying made me happy. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just how I am. But anyways, that aside, I didn't trust him. I don't trust Biden. I don't trust politicians. I don't trust businessmen. I don't trust lawyers. I don't trust mechanics. It's just the way I am. I'm a skeptic. Whatever they tell me, I'm going to take it with a grain of salt. So, yeah, that's how I feel. You have one person responsible or who was involved in the creation of the mRNA technology telling you, hey, 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 what are you doing? That's not how it's meant to be used. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. Then you have the fact that it was pushed out too soon before the FDA even approved it. And now you have the fact that they're open companies so people can invest in them. Politicians can invest in them. So, of course, they're going to be pushing that shit because it is in their best interest for the stocks to do well. Am I right or am I wrong? You tell me. Dr. Robert Malone. Look him up. Oh, this whiskey's dope business here's an interesting fact i hear a lot of people a lot of people that are into conspiracy theories a lot of religious people right they talk about the chip the chip the chip the chip oh they're gonna control the population they're gonna insert this chip into you and they're gonna be able to control you and my uh, brainwash you uh, I know several people that are very close to me that believe in this. Well, funny thing is, that's actually becoming a reality, right? Now, I think it was in Sweden. I would have to fact check myself. But I believe in Sweden, they started this uh, program where they are officially injecting chips into people's hands. Under the skin, obviously. And this will be used as a form of passport that they can scan and it'll say if they are COVID vaccinated or not. It will give the history of the vaccinations, so on and so forth. <clears throat> oh my goodness, I'm so sorry, guys. That is not, oh my God, that is not professional at all. I cannot believe I just did that. Please forgive me. Don't give me two stars. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm not even on Yelp. Anyways, where was I? <clears throat> uh, like I was saying, 
What was I saying? Oh my god, this whiskey starting to hit me. Yeah, the 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 the, the, the chips. Okay, so it turns as it turns out, that's actually becoming a reality. So all those all those conspiracy theorists that were talking all this crazy nonsense, they actually turned out to be true. You know, how do we feel about that? How do you feel about that? Calling Alex Jones crazy this whole time. You know, Alex. The funny thing about Alex Jones is. He says a lot of crazy shit, and sometimes it turns out to be true. Let me fact check myself, and if you're uh, listening to this, go ahead and fact check me too. Let's see, Sweden, uh, micro chip, COVID. That's exactly what I'm googling. Sweden microchip COVID. COVID-19, in Sweden, a vaccine passport on a microchip implant. This is from Google itself. So I know I said I don't trust Google, but you can literally look this up at any search engine and it will give you the same results. Only difference is Google might present it as a great thing, whereas another search engine might show different articles that are against it. So that's the difference. But yeah. It's only a matter of time until that technology comes to the U.S. All this technology. I don't like it. I don't like everything being so dependent on technology. Microchips everywhere. You know what I mean? It's it's easier for you to be under control if you allow yourself to be inputted into that system, into like an interweb, right? You just become part of the matrix. I don't like it. I'm against it. Call me a boomer. Whatever. Joke's going to be on you at the end. When I'm in my bunker, you're over there like a zombie with a chip in your ass. Fucking. Fucking hitting a switch in the back of your head to go to sleep. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyways, but yeah, chip. That chip thing. Not cool. Definitely not cool. Let's move on from the COVID conversation before this whiskey puts me to sleep. Because I'm starting to feel it. And the more I feel it, the more talkative I get. Let me sip it again. Here's an interesting topic that I've been thinking about. And mainly because I have a lot of younger friends... If you're wondering why I have younger friends, I'll explain it to you because that just made me sound really weird. So I joined the Navy a little bit later in my life. I was a little bit older. So obviously I came in at a lower rank. A lot of young kids, they joined the military at a young age and they are also lower ranks. So as you can imagine, I was hanging out with the people of my rank, which happened to be younger. And when I say younger, I'm talking anywhere from 24 to 28 years of age. All right. I'm in my 30s now. But yeah, I have friends who are in that age range. Anyways, now that I've clarified that, um, I've been talking to a lot of these people. And here's one common thing. All right. A lot of people, and funny enough, a lot of people around my age also have this stress, just in a different way. But what it is, is the idea that they still haven't found what they're supposed to do, what they're calling is what career they're supposed to have. 
They don't have a career. They don't have a path in life. And they feel stressed about this. Right? They feel like they're not living up to society's standards. You should have a job, a career by now. You should have all this by now. You should have that by now. You should have a house by now, right? But who put that timeline there? Who is the one responsible for saying this is the de- deadline before you're before uh, it's too late for you to buy a house? Like, where did that come from? Everyone grows at their own pace. Not only that, I'll give you myself for an example. I used to have this same problem. Like, where am I supposed to go? What career am I supposed to have? I don't like this one thing. Me. All right, let's put me as an example. I don't like one particular thing. I like many things. I have many passions. Music is one of my passions. I like working with my hands, so I like construction. I like... Uh, specialized security, meaning like executive protection and bodyguard work. I like that. I like high-rise security. I'm very good at it. I'm very good at being in management. I've done it before, right? I like, um, I like truck driving. I like different jobs. I'm attracted to all these different jobs for different reasons. So I like to move around. What career am I supposed to have? Maybe I'm not supposed to have a career. And that's the way I look at things. So I've gotten away from the mentality of I'm supposed to have this career and I'm supposed to retire from this career. I've gotten away from that that mentality entirely. And I've reached the point where I'm like, no, as long as I have a good retirement plan, as long as I'm able to buy property, And as long as I'm able to provide for my family, as long as I meet those three, I am accomplished. I could be moving from job to job, right? So here's the thing. I have experience. I'm a jack of many traits. I'm experienced in many different uh, fields. Because of my experiences, because of what I've done and the skills I bring to the table, I do not accept under a certain salary for my work. So let's say, let's put a number out there, right? I'm not willing to accept anything under 25 for the work that I do. 25 and up. That's my cap. Anyone offers me anything under that, it's not worth my time. I'm not going to give them my labor for anything less than 25 and up. Why? Because I have the confidence that I know enough about that trade to be able to give them something in return that's worth 25 and up. Eventually, I'll the cap will be 30. Well, not the cap. I guess the... I don't know. You guys get what I'm trying to say here. But I will not accept under anything under 30. So you get what I'm saying. Right now, I'm, I'm good. I can ch- choose to go to various different fields and make enough money to provide for me and my family, which is exactly what I'm doing. I just recently quit a job because I felt like they weren't paying me enough for my skills. So I went somewhere else where they were comp- They are going to compensate me for what I bring to the table. All right. 
Now, if that place makes me happy, if that place makes me comfortable and I feel good there, I will stay there. I'm not saying that I, I want to be moving and moving and moving. I just haven't found a place where I am comfortable being that has provided me with that security. Once I find that place, I'll stay there. In the time being, I'm moving. I'm moving, I'm moving. I stay moving constantly. One thing I never stop doing is hustling. I'm always working. I never, I'm never out of a job, basically. But three things I focus on. Focus on retirement. I've spoken about IRAs, independent, no, uh, individual retirement accounts, right? You are responsible for your own life. You don't have to work at a certain place for retirement. You don't have to depend on anyone for retirement. You can depend on yourself. So focus on your retirement. Focus on treating your older self. All right. Two. Um, property. It's important. We live in the, the United States of America. It's the American dream to own property. Right? Buy property. If you have to work two jobs, do whatever the hell you got to do to make that happen. Buy yourself a nice piece of land to own that's yours. Pay it off and have a piece of the American dream. Right? And what was it? Uh, provide. Stay hustling. It doesn't matter if you're the breadwinner, if your wife is the breadwinner, if your husband is the breadwinner. Provide. Pull your own weight. Contribute to the family. Contribute to society with your taxes. All right? It's that simple. Healthcare, there's ways around it. I found a way around it. I have my own healthcare. I don't need it. I don't need a certain job to give me healthcare. Although it's cool, I can get it on my own. Okay. Figure those things out. And once you figure those things out, it won't be as much a headache to you anymore. You won't be stuck in this position. What am I supposed to do? Because some of us are just not, um, we're not inspired by one particular thing. Some of you guys are. Some of you guys have it figured out. Some of you guys know you want to be a lawyer because you have a certain purpose in life. Some of you guys know you want to be in the medical field because you have a certain purpose in life. Some of you guys know what you want to do. Some of us, we don't. I have multiple things that I am inspired by, that I am passionate about. And I don't want to close myself off to one particular thing. I like to move around as long as I'm hustling. The other thing, investments. Focus on investments. Invest. Crypto is big right now. People are investing in crypto. Invest in stocks. Invest. It's America. Do what you have to do. Hustle. Get your money. And you'll be all right. If you don't know what career, career path to follow, just focus on the what's important. Your future. Then it won't matter what job you do. You'll be so confident in your skills that you won't allow your your, your labor to be um to be underpaid. So that's my take on that. 
if you're stressing out about what you're going to do, don't, don't. First of all, go somewhere by yourself. Pray if you believe in God. If you don't, just reflect on things. Be introspective. And think, where do I see myself when I'm 40 years old? Where do I see myself when I'm 50 years old? Do I see myself working at this place until I'm that old? Do I see myself retiring from this place? Is it worth my mental health to remain here just for retirement, just for uh, security? Or is this place affecting my mental health? Mental health? Should I go seek freedom? Should I go seek uh, success somewhere else? You know, it's it's take a risk if you must. I am someone who has constantly taken many risks. Until this day, I'm doing just fine. Yeah, I don't own property just yet. I'm working on that. But what I mean by doing just fine, I've been able to provide for my family. Put a roof over their head. And take care of myself. I have a car. I have a, I have a retirement plan in, in place. A couple, actually. So, yeah. You're hearing it from someone who's came from nothing, from complete poverty, po poverty, and still managed to get things done. Just saying. That's my thoughts on that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'll be straight up with you, man. Like, for real, for real. Yo, like, I'm. I'm three glasses of whiskey in. I am toasted. And I drink my shit straight. Like, I don't put no chaser in mine like some kind of pussy. You feel me? So, I am toasted. I ain't trying to finish, wrap up this, uh, this episode without falling asleep. And it sucks because I want to have a serious conversation with you guys. Like, I want to put my points out there but this podcast is called whiskey talk with mario and i'm drinking whiskey as i'm talking and i lose track of what i'm trying to say so i'm i'm sleepy right now but i'm gonna finish this god dang it i'm gonna finish it all right let's move on with the last topic let's get it out of the way these are three top three topics oh shit the homie juan is back Hey, Juan, get out of here, man. No one told you to come back. Anyways, <laughs> so three topics that I've been thinking about a lot lately. This third topic has been heavy on my mind. And that's the topic of relationships. Okay. What exactly about relationships? All right. Um, so relationships are hard, man. Relationships are something that you have to work at. It's something that you constantly have to care for. I know a lot of, a lot of people make this metaphor, but it's like a plant. You have to water it. You have to give it sunlight, right? You have to pull out the weeds. I don't know if I'm not really very familiar with the process, <laughs> I don't really plant anything, as you can see. But anyways, you get me. There's a process that goes into taking care of the 
of a plant or something, anything that you plant, right? Fruits, vegetables, whatever the case may be. Flowers, roses. So anyways, there's a certain amount of effort that goes into it, making sure that it grows nice and healthy. Same thing with a relationship. It's the perfect metaphor. Now, relationships are hard because you have a lot of bad advice out there. You have a lot of people giving you bad advice. Some of this advice comes from, from a place of insecurity. Some of this advice comes from, I don't know, toxic mentality. And uh, it's not healthy. And this is the reason why a lot of relationships fail. The most important part of this is that you're able to look within, be introspective, and see what you can do better. Here's the thing. Before you get into a relationship, pay attention to the red flags. Don't rush into a relationship. There's red flags there. Pay attention to fix them before you decide to commit to this person. Because then it'll be too late. Then you'll just be constantly having these arguments that could have been addressed before you got into a serious relationship with this person. All right. Now you get in a relationship with someone and you get serious. This person is not going to be perfect. You're sure not going to be perfect. Can't expect that. There's too much pressure on people. But what you can do is you can compromise. This is something that I've been dealing with lately. Compromising. First of all, the the mistake that a lot of people make is that they have this attitude that they blame the other person. They're narcissists. It's not their fault. It's your fault. Don't be a narcissist. If you're a narcissist, don't be in a relationship. Please. If you're a narcissist, you probably don't know you are one. Because you probably think the whole world is wrong and you're right. And if that's the case, if if I'm describing you right now, please don't torture anybody with that narcissism. Anyways, the healthy, the best thing to do is to look within yourself. Judge yourself first before you place judgment on anybody else. What can you do? What can you change? What can you contribute? Okay. I am... I've had a few relationships in my past and I've made mistakes and I've learned from them. There's things that I'm still learning to this day. Sometimes you forget what you learned. You have to reteach yourself. Reteach? Is that even a word? You have to remember those lessons because we tend to forget sometimes. Right? Say you're in a new relationship. I'm in a new relationship. And I'm bringing some of the baggage of my own. You stop. You go, wait a minute. I see the pattern here. Take the time. And be introspective. Reflect. It's very important. In order to have a very healthy relationship, it's very important that you start with yourself. Because you cannot really control someone else. You can control you. Now. It's important for both parties to do that. Both people in a relationship to do that. To first approach, to first look within themselves and change whatever it is that 
that is causing a problem. Then come to each other and talk like two mature adults and see what common ground they can find, what compromise they can make and grow from there. Um, a lot of the problems that happen in relationships are due to immaturity or due to insecurities. Everyone, all of us are going to have insecurities. Even the most handsome, the most gorgeous people out there are going to have insecurities. It happens to everyone. Everyone finds themselves in those vulnerable positions. Vulnerable. Wow. Is that how you say You know, it's it's hard when you see things, things that happen out there. But if you've chosen to be in a relationship, you know that everyone has the capability of being unfaithful or of um, crushing your trust. Everyone, everyone is capable of that. Anyone is capable of that. Even you, even you, if you, if you so self-righteous and you think you're above everyone else. No, you have that capability too. We all do. This is why it's important to set boundaries. This is why it's important to prevent that, to check yourself when you feel like you're getting too far into that. Don't do anyone dirty. Don't be a dirtbag. Don't cheat. It's not necessary. Be a fucking man. Be a woman. Confront the situation. If you're no longer in love with the person that you're with, let them know. Be transparent. Now, the reason some people can't be transparent, sometimes because of us. We cause that. Maybe in the initial stages of the relationship, stages of the relationship, your significant other tried to be transparent and you blew off every time. You blew up every time. You got angry every time. What do you think that's going to do? That's going to tell them, oh, I can't be transparent with this person because every time I, I am, they blow up. And then that's where the line starts. That's where hiding things begin. That's not going to work. It's going to kill the relationship. So it's important that we approach things in a very mature manner. Control your fucking emotions, man. It's hard to do, but control them. I know. I know. Trust me. I know. It's hard. Try, improve. The next time you feel like your emotions are about to blow up, stop. Walk away from it. Come back and revisit the situation when you have a clear head. Don't blow up. And if you do, don't abuse. Don't call names. Don't put your hands on people. Don't bully people. Right? Don't mistreat them. Don't abuse them. If you do have an emotional outburst, have an emotional outburst. Fine. Let it out. Do not disrespect. But it's best to approach things from a logical perspective, a rational perspective. Walk away. Sort your emotions. Sort through your emotions. Gather your thoughts. Come back in a calm, logical manner. A lot of people make mistakes in relationships, I being one of them. But it's important that you catch these mistakes before you kill attraction, before you kill affection, before you kill the relationship. 
Work at it. Do not make this, the mistakes from your past relationships. Ask yourself, do I love this person? Do I really care about this person? And does this person show me love in return? Does this person make me a better person? Does this person help me grow? Does this person make me feel good? And if all those are true, work on the relationship. Work to make it better. Don't give up. Work to make it better. Have open communication. That's so important. A lot of people fail at open communication. Have communication. And make the other person feel comfortable in being able to open up and have communication with you. And engaging you. Do not overreact every time something... Even if this person comes and tells you, I almost kissed someone last night, but I held back. Don't fucking go off. Don't be like, what the fuck? They are being transparent with you. They are telling you this information. They almost did, and they held back out of respect for you. And say, okay, I know this might make someone feel emotional. Walk away, gather your thoughts, talk to people, get some advice, come back to come back to the uh come back to the conversation with a clear head and say okay where did we go wrong what's going on let's get to the bottom of it and then decide look at pros and cons is this person worth me still staying in a relationship give them credit for being transparent and you decide if you want to stay or if you want to get out it's all on you it's what you're willing to tolerate but do it with a clear head. Anyways, I did good on this one. God, I thought I was going to fall asleep and I got really into this one. Uh, I'm telling you guys though, right after I'm done recording this, I am going straight to Mimi's. It's 8.46. It's Mimi's time for me. Yeah, I get sleepy at 9 p.m. these days. I am an old man. Old people need their sleep. Let me tell you something. I'm going to drink whiskey till the day I die. I'm going to die with a bottle of whiskey next to me. Is that a bad thing? No. Am I, am I, am I like a hardcore, alcohol, hardcore alcoholic? I don't think so. I control it very well. I rewarded myself today. I got everything done before I allowed myself to have a drop of alcohol. Three glasses in, I'm good. I'm not overly drunk. I'm not being obnoxious. I'm not throwing up. I'm doing just fine. I love my whiskey. All right. If that offends you, go fuck off. No, I'm, I'm pretty toasted. My bad, guys. I'm ranting at this point. You guys are probably like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Anyways. Uh, all right. This was an episode. This, this was another episode of Whiskey Talk with Mario. I need another song. Another. Thank you for tuning in to Whiskey Talk with Mario. We talk a lot of shit. 
drink whiskey all night. All right. Peace out, guys. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Whiskey Talk with Mario. I have my whiskey poured. Do you?